Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Minister McNon. I hope that everyone's having a blessed day. We are going to start in this word today. Um, first, let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word. Father, we ask that you go before us today and help us to understand this word, Lord. Father, we thank you so much for your guidance and for all that you do for us, Lord. We ask, Father, that you continue to watch over us and keep us and continue to guide us and our family members, Lord. Father, make all our crooked paths straight, Lord, and help us, Almighty God, to do what is right in your sight. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. All right. Now, let's get started. We left off at um, chapter 17, so today we'll be reading in chapter 18 of Ecclesiastics, okay? Not Ecclesia, not Ecclesiastic, sorry, Ecclesiasticus, okay? There's a C-U-S at the end of this one. All right. He who lives forever has created the sum of things. The Lord alone will be found just. He has given no one the power to proclaim his works to the end, and who can furlough his magnificent deeds, and who can fathom his magnificent deeds, who can assess his magnificent strength, and who can go further and tell all of his mercies. Nothing can he add to them, nothing subtracted. It is impossible to fathom the marvels of the Lord. When someone finishes, he is only beginning, and when he stops, he is as puzzled as ever. So we see today with our scientists and our archaeologists and our politicians and well, the list goes on, okay? People who do not readily believe, people who need science of the world to prove a fact are becoming dumbfounded by the things that they see. Okay, let's move on. Now, what is a human being and what purpose does he serve? What is good and what is bad for him? The length of his life, a hundred years at most. Like a drop of water from the sea or a grain of sand, such are these few years compared with eternity. This is why the Lord is patient with them and pours out his mercy on them. He sees and recognizes how wretched their end is. And also, he makes his forgiveness the greater. Human compassion extends to neighbors, 
but the Lord's compassion extends to everyone, rebuking, correcting, and teaching, bringing them back as a shepherd brings his flock. He has compassion on those who accept correction and who fervently search for his judgments. Now we're going to reflect on the art of giving. My child, do not temper your, your favors with blame, nor any of your gifts with words that hurt. Does not do relieve the heart? In the same way, a word is worth more than a gift. Why, surely a word is better than a good present. But a generous person is ready with both. A fool will offer nothing but insults and grudging. Gifts makes the eyes smart. Okay, now we're going to read about reflection and foresight. Learn before you speak. Take care of yourself before you fall ill. Examine yourself before judgment comes. And on the day of visitation, you will be acquitted. Humble yourselves before you fall ill. Repent as soon as the sin is committed. Let nothing prevent you're discharging a vow in good times. And do not wait till death is set mattered right. Prepare yourself before making a vow. And do not be like someone who tempts the Lord. Bear in mind. Bear in mind the retribution of the last days. The time of vengeance when God averts his face. In a time of plenty, remember times of famine. Think of poverty and want when you are rich. The time slips by between dawn and dusk. And everything passes quickly for the Lord. The wise... Now, this is very true, what they're saying, because if you remember, it says a day for us is a thousand years, right? Okay. Um, the wise will be cautious in everything, and, sinf and sinful times will take care not to offend. Every person of sense recognizes wisdom and will, and will respect anyone who has found her. Those who understand sayings have toiled for their wisdom and have poured out accurate maximums. Self-control. Do not be governed by your passions. Restrain your desires.
If you allow yourself to satisfy your desires, this will make you like laughing stocks of your enemies. Do not indulge in luxurious living and do not get involved in such society. Do not badger yourself by banqueting on credit when there is nothing in your pocket. <clears throat> A drunkard workman will never grow rich and one who makes light of small matters will gradually sink. Wine and women corrupt intelligent men. The custom of whores loses all sense of shame. Grubs and worms will have him as their legacy, and the man and the man who I know no shame will lose his life. <clears throat> Against loose talk. Being too ready to to trust shows Shall, shall, shows shallowness of mind. Okay, let's read that again. Being too ready to trust, to trust, okay, shows shadowness of mind and sinning harms the sinner. Taking pleasure in evil earns condemnation. By hating gossip, one avoids evil. Never repent what you are told, and you will come to no harm. Never repeat, sorry, what you are told, and you will come to no harm. Whether to friend or foe, do not talk about it. Unless it would be sinful not to do so, not to do, not reveal it. You would be heard out, then mistrust, and in due course, you would be hated. And we see this all the time. <clears throat> young ladies and young men gossiping, telling stuff they shouldn't be talking about. They think it's cute. They talk it to someone who they think they can talk it to. And that person goes and tells somebody else, and then it gets to the wrong ears. Or the person that they tell it to doesn't like what they say, and it gets back to the person that it was talked about. And then there's a whole mess going on. Okay, have you heard something? Let it die with you. Correct courage. It will not it will not burst you. A fool will suffer birth pangs over a piece of news, like a woman laboring with child, like an arrow stuck in the flesh of the thigh. So is a piece of news inside a fool. Do not trust everything you hear. Question your friend. He may have done nothing at all, 
And if he has done anything, he will not do it again. Question your neighbor. He may have said nothing at all. And if he has said anything, he will not say it again. Question your friend. For slander is very common. Do not believe all you hear. People sometimes make a slip without meaning what they say. And which of us have never sinned by speech? Question your neighbor before you threaten him and defer to the law of the Most High. Wisdom consists entirely in fearing the Lord, and wisdom is entirely content. Wisdom is in, is entirely constituted by the fulfillment of the Lord. Being learned in evil, however, is not wisdom. There is no prudence in the advice of sinners, and there is no cleverness that is detectable detestable. Whoever has no wisdom is a fool. Better be sought of sense and full of fear than abhorred in showedness, in shrewdness, and violate the law. So you don't think the law exists? Okay. Uh, there is a wickedness which is which is sculpturous but 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 none nonetheless nonetheless dishonest and there are those who misuse kindness to win their case now we see that all the time in the courtrooms the attorneys get mean nasty and they act like they got no sense they talk to people they yell at them, they scream at them, some pound on the desk, some call them names, and of course the judge doesn't do anything. The judge just sits there. Okay, so this is what we're referring to here. So as an example, um, you even see it in the schools with teachers and professors. Okay. There is the person who will walk bowed down with grief, when inwardly this is nothing but deceit. He hides his face and pretends to be deaf. If he is not, if he is not unmasked, he will make advantage of you. There is a person who is prevented from Stunning by lack of strength. 
there is a person who is prevented from sinning by lack of strength. Yet he will do wrong when he gets the chance. You can tell a person by his appearance. You can tell a thinker by the look on his face. The way a person dresses, the way he laughs, the way he walks tells you what he is. So ladies and gentlemen, Make sure you keep that in mind, okay? People say, oh, well, your at appearance doesn't always reflect who you are inside. Um, look close enough and you'll find that's not true, okay? All right, um, let's see. Silence and speech. There is the rebuke that is untimely and there is the person who keeps quiet and he is the shrewd one but how much better to rebuke than to fume the person who acknowledges a fault wards off punishment like like an enoch trying to take a girl's virginity is is someone who tries to impose justice by force. There is the person who keeps quiet and is considered wise. Another incurs hatred for talking too much. And there is the person who keeps quiet, not knowing how to answer. Another keeps quiet, knowing when to speak. The wise will keep quiet till the right moment. But a quarrelless fool will always misjudge it. Someone who talks too much will earn dislike, and someone who uses authority will earn hatred. There is the person who finds misfortune a boon and the piece of luck that turns to loss. There is the gift that affords you no profit and the gift that repays you double. Okay? For instance, someone gives you a car. Okay? Someone gives you a business. All right. Which gift is more profitable, the car or the business? Mm -hmm. 
There is the honor that leads to humiliation. And there are people in a low state who's, who rise, who, excuse me. And there are people in a low state who raise their heads. There is the, there is the person who buys much for little, yet pays for it seven times over. And boy, do we know how that is. Okay? We're seeing a lot of that today when we go in the stores. All right? You buy a little bit and you're paying an arm for it. All right? You, by the time you come out, you'd be lucky if you have five, ten dollars left in your in your wallet. The or if you go into the store with a certain amount, you can bet your bottom dollar that you're going to come close to what you have or run over it. Okay. The wise winds love with words, while fools may shower favor in vain. The gift of the stupid will bring you no advantage. His eyes look for seven times at much in return. Oh, so, you have people out here to give you things in hoping that you will give them even more. Have a hit somebody. Remember that time I gave you so-and-so and every time you talk to them, remember that time we did so-and-so and I gave you that gift? Watch out. Every time they bring it up, it's because they're looking for something. He gives little and reviles much. He opens his mouth like the town crier. He leads day. He lends day and demands payment tomorrow. He is a detestable fellow. The fool will say, I have no friends. I get no gratitude for my good deeds. Those who eat my bread have malicious tongues. How often he will be laughed at and by how many. Before a slip on the pavement. Before a slip on the pavement, then a slip of the tongue. This is how ruin takes the wicked by surprise. Let's read that again. Better a slip on the pavement than a slip of the tongue. Why? Because you're going to be less hurt by falling on the pavement than you are by something that you said that you shouldn't have. There's going to be repercussions behind that. A coarse, a coarse grain person is like an discreet story, endless retold by the ignorant. <laughs> oh, yes. A maximum is replaced. A maximum is rejected when coming from a fool. 
since the fool does not utter it on the apt occasion. There is a person who is prevented from sinning by poverty. No qualms of convenience disturbs that person's rest. There is a person who courts destruction out of false shame, courts destruction for the sake of a fool's opinion. There is a person who out of false shame makes promises to a friend and so makes an enemy for nothing. Okay? Everybody got that one. All right. Now we're going to move on to lying. Lying is an ugly blot on anyone and, and ever on the lips of the undiscipled. A thief is profitable, is preferable. A thief is preferable to an invested liar, but both are heading for ruin. Lying is an abominable habit. The liar disgraces, uh, disgraces, lasts forever. Okay. Uh, all right, that was lying. Now we're going to move on to wisdom. The wise gain advancement by words that show wins favor from the great. Whoever tilts the soil will have a full harvest. Whoever wins favor from the great will secure problems of office, pardon from offices. Okay, whoever wins favor from the great will secure pardon for offenses. Okay. Uh, present and presents and gifts blind the eye of the wise and and strife rebukes like a muzzle on the mouth. Okay. I'm going to need to turn that other extra light on there because it's getting hard to see. Okay, uh, we're going to go back over that again. So, 
I'm not seeing this properly. Okay, it says presents and gifts find the eyes of the wise and the and stifles stifle rebukes like a muzzle on the mouth. So when you give someone gifts, what happens? They get overjoyed and pleased and happy and and they stop thinking for a second. And that's not good because people pull things over on you. They'll bring you stuff just so that they can throw you off track. They can butter you up so they can take advantage. Okay, wisdom concealed and treasury undiscovered. What use is either of these? Better one who conceals his folly than one who conceals his wisdom. Okay, various sins. All right. My children, have you sinned? Everybody has sinned. Do so no more. You hear that? And ask forgiveness for your previous faults. Flee from sin as from a snake. If you approach it, it will bite you. Its teeth, it, its, its teeth are lion's teeth. They take human life away. All law-breaking is like a two-edged sword. The words it inflicts are beyond cure. Hmm. The wounds it is the wounds it inflicts are beyond cure. Cure. Uh, terror and violence make havoc of riches. Similarly, desolation overtakes the houses of the proud. Sure does. A plea from the mouth of the poor goes straight to the ear of God, whose judgment comes without delay. Whoever resents reproof and walks in the sinner's footsteps. Whoever fears the Lord is repentant of heart. The glib speaker is known far and wide, but the wary, de the wary detects every slip. Build your house with other people's money. It's like collecting stones for your own tomb. Okay. Hello, people. A meeting of the lawless is like a heap of tow, and they will end in a blazing fire. The sinner's road is smoothly paved, but it ends in the pit of shore. The wise and the foolish. Whosoever keeps the law, 
will master his instinctions. The fear of the Lord is made perfect in wisdom. No one who lacks aptitude can be taught, but certain aptitudes give rise to bitterness. The sage knowledge is as rich as the abyss, and his advance is like a living spring. The heart of a fool is like a broken jar. It will not hold any knowledge. If the educated heart, if the educated hears a wise saying, he praises it and caps it with another. If a debaucher bears it, he does not like it and tosses it behind his back. The talk of the fool is like a load on a journey, but it is pleasure to listen to the intelligent. The utterance of the shrewd will be eagerly awaited in the assembly. What he says will be given serious consideration. The wisdom of the fool is like the wreck of a house. The knowledge of a doubt is, inco is incoherent talk. To the seamless fellow, instructions is like fetters on the feet. Like man, like mantles on the right hand. A fool laughs at the top of his voice, but the intelligent quietly smile. To the shrewd instructor is like a golden ornament, like a bracelet on the right arm. The step of the fool goes straight into a house, but a person of much experience makes a respectful approach. The stupid papers inside through the door. <laughs> the stupid peeps inside through the door. A well breed person waits outside. Hmm. Let's go back and read that again. To the shrewd instructor is like a golden ornament, like a bracelet on the right arm. The step of a fool goes straight into a house, but a person of much experience makes a respectful approach. He, uh, the stupid, <laughs> the stupid peeps inside through the door. A well-bred person waits outside. Listening at the door is a sign of bad upbringing. The perceptive would be ashamed to do so. The lips of the gospel repeal the words of others. 
The words of the wise are carefully weighed. The heart of fools is in their mouth, but the mouth of the wise is in their heart. When the godless curse Satan, he is cursing himself. The scandals monger suddenness himself and earns the hatred of the neighborhood. The scandal monger sullies himself and earns the hatred of the neighborhood. Of course. Of course, of course, of course. Okay, we are going to pause. We'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, everyone, we are back. All right, we are going to now read 22, The Idler. An idler is like a stone covered in filth. Everyone whistles at his disgrace. An idler is like a hump of dung. Anyone pick it up, shake it off his hands. Degenerate children. It is a disgrace to have fathered a loud, brought up son. Uh, it is a disgrace to have fathered a badly brought up son. But the birth of any daughter is a loss. Sensible daughter will find a husband, but a shameless one is a grief to her father. A brazen daughter puts father and mother to shame and still be disowned by both. An untimely resemblance is like music at a funeral, but a threshing and correction of wisdom at all times. Wisdom and folly. Teaching a fool to like glutton bits of pottery together, you are losing someone who is besorting with sleep. You might as well talk to someone sound asleep. When you have finished, the fool will say, what's up? Shed tears for the dead 
who hath left the light behind. Shed tears for the foot who has left his wits behind. Shed, shed, shed quieter tears for the dead who is at rest. For the fool, for the fool life is worse than death. Uh, mourning for the dead last seven days for the foolish and ungodly all the days of their lives. Do not waste many words on the stupid. Do not go near a dolt. Beware of him, or you will have trouble. And be soiled, and be soiled by contact with him. Keep away from him, and you will have peace of mind, and not be exasperated by his folly. What is heavier? Than lead, and what what is its name, if not fool? Sand and salt, and a lump of iron, are lighter burden than a dolt. A tied beam bones into a building will not be dislodged by an earthquake. A tied beam bonded into a building will not be dislodged by any earthquake. So too, a heart resolved after due reflection will not flinch at the critical movement. The heart founded on in, the heart founded on intelligent reflection is like a stucco decoloration decor decoration on a smooth wall decoration sorry a heart founded on intelligent reflection is like a stucco decoration on a smooth wall Okay, pebbles placed on top of a wall will not stand up to the wall. No more can the heart of a fool, frightened at his own thoughts, stand up to fear. All right, now the next one is friendship. Prick an eye and you will draw a tear. Prick a heart and you reveal its feelings. Throw stones at birds and you score 
and you scare them away. Approach a friend and you destroy a friendship. If you have drawn your sword on a friend, do not despair. There is a there is a way back. If you have opened your mouth against your friend, do not worry. There is hope for reconciliation. But insult, arrogance, betrayal of secrets, and the stab in the back. In these cases, any friend is lost. When your neighbor's confidence, when he is poor, so that you may enjoy his latter good fortune with him. Stand by him in times of trouble in order to have your share of when he comes into a legacy. Fire is heralded by the rock of the furnace and smoke. So too bloodshed by insults. I shall not be ashamed to shelter a friend, nor shall I hide away from him. And if evil comes to me through him, everyone who hears about it will beware of him. Vigilance. Who will set a guard on my mouth and an efficient seal on my lips to keep me from falling and my tongue from causing my ruin? Lord, Father, and Master of my life, do not abandon me to their whims. Do not let me fall because of them. Who will lay whips to my thoughts and the disciples of wisdom to my heart. To be merciless to my errors and let my sins go unchecked for fear my errors should multiply and my sins then abound and I fall before my adversaries and my enemies gloat over me. Lord, Father, and God of my life, do not let my eyes be proud. Turn envy away from me and do not let lechery and lust grip me. Do not leave me prey to shameless desire. Okay, the next one is swearing. Do you even drink this, Mom? You didn't want it? Sorry. Serving you dinner.
Sorry about that, folks. As you heard, I'm being served dinner. <laughs> okay. Um, let's move on. Uh, children, listen to what I teach. No one who keeps it will be caught out. Okay? Let's reread that. Children, listen to what I teach. No one who keeps it will be caught out. Well, what's the Lord talking about? His commandments, his statutes, and his laws. Okay? The sinner is ensnared by his own lips. Both the, the abusive and the proud are tipped by them. Do not get into the habit of swearing and do not make a habit of naming the Holy One. For just as the slave who is constantly overseen will never be without bruises, so someone who is always swearing and uttering the name will not be exempt from sin. A man forever swearing is full of iniquity. And the cur and the and the scourge will not depart from his house. If he offends his sin will be on him. If he did it unheedingly he has doubly sinned. If he sweared a false oath, he will not be treated an innocent. For his house will be filled with calamities. Foul language. One way of talking is like death. Let it not be found in the heritage of Jacob, since devout people have nothing to do with that. They will not swap, they will not wallow in sin. Do not get into the habit of using coarse and foul language, since this involves sinful words. Remember your father and mother when you are sitting with the great. For fear, you forget yourself in their, in their presence and behave like a fool, and then wish you had not been born. And curse the day of your birth. No one in the habit of using shameful language will break himself out of it long as he lives. Okay? And that is a very hard thing to do. Very hard. That is something that you want to break. You have to go to the Lord to break it. Okay? Uh, there are two types of people who, who commit sin after sin and a third who attracts retribution, desire, blazing like a furnace, and will not die down until he has been 
salty. The man who lusts after members of his own family is not going to stop until he is quite burnt out. Every food is sweet to the promiscuous, and he will not desire until he's until he dies. And the man who sins against the marriage bed and says to himself, who can see me? There is darkness all around me. The walls hide me. No one can see me. Why should I worry? The Most High will not remember my sins. What he fears are human eyes. He does not realize that the eyes of the Lord are 10,000 times brighter than the sun, observing every aspect of human behavior, seeing into the most secret corners. All things were known to him before they were created and are still now that they are finished. This man will be punished in view of the whole town and will be seized when he least expects it. Okay, adulteresses. Similar, similarly, the woman unfaithful to her husband, who proves him with a, a hair by another man, first she has disobeyed the law of the Most High. Secondly, she has been forced to her husband. And thirdly, she has gone whoring in adultery and conceived children by another man. She will be led before the assembly and inquiry will be held about her child, about her children, excuse me. Her children will strike no her children will strike no root her branches will bear no fruit she will leave an accursed memory behind her her shame will never be wiped out and those who survive her will recognize that nothing is better than fearing the Lord and nothing sweeter than adhering to the Lord's, the Lord's commandments. Okay, we're going to read uh, one more. Yeah. Okay. Discourse of wisdom. Wisdom speaks her own praises in the midst of her people. She glares in herself and she opens her mouth in the assembly of the Most High. She glories in herself in the presence of the Mighty One. I came forth from the mouth of the Most High 
and I covered the earth like mist. I had my tents in the heights, and my throne was a pillar of cloud. Alone I have made the circuit of the of the heavens and walked through the depths of the abyss, over the waves of the sea and over the whole earth, and over every people and nation have held sway. Among all those I search for rest and look to see in whose territory I might pitch camp. Then the creator of all things instructed me, and he who created me fixed a place for my tent. He said, pitch your tents in Jacob and make Israel your inheritance for eternity in the bringing he created me. And for eternity, I shall remain in the holy tent. I ministered before him and thus became established in Zion. To the beloved city, he has given me rest. And in Jerusalem, I wield my authority. I have taken root in a privileged people, in the Lord's property, in his inheritance. I have grown tall. I have grown tall as a cedar on Lebanon, as a cypress on Mount Hermon. I have grown tall as a palm in 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 got in Gideon as the rose bushes of Jericho, as a fine olive in the plain, as a palm, as a plain tree, I have grown tall. Like cinnamon and a compass, I have yielded a perfume like choice myrrh, have beautified out a scent. Like choice myrrh, have have breathed out a scent. Like galba, uh, like gall, bayan, on uh, oncha and lab, labdinium like the smoke of incense in the tent. I have spread my branches like a thoroughbush, thoroughbiff, and my branches are glorious and graceful. I am like a vine putting out graceful shoots, and my blossoms hear the fruit of glory and wealth. Approach me. You who desire me, and take your fill of my fruits, for the memories of me are sweeter than honey. Inheriting me is sweeter than the honeycomb. They who came, they who ate me, will hunger for more, <clears throat> and they who drank me will thirst for more. No one who obeys me will ever have to blush 
and no one who acts as I dictate will ever sin. Wisdom and the law. All this is no other than the book of the covenant of the Most High God. The law that Moses enjoyed, the law that Moses enjoined on us. An inheritance for the communities of Jacob. Thus is what makes wisdom brim over like the like the fison fison excuse me like the tigress in the season of fruit what makes intelligence overflow like the if like euphrates like the jordan at harvest time and makes disciples flow like the nile and makes discipline flow like the Nile, sorry. Um, like the Gilhorn, when the grapes are harvest. The first men did not finish discovering about her, nor has the most recent tracked her down. For her thoughts are wider than the sea, and her designs are profound than the abyss. And I like a conduct. I like a conduit from a river, like a watercourse running into a garden. I said, I am going to water my orchard. I intend to irrigate my flower bed and see my conduit has grown into a river and my river has grown into a sea making discipline shine forth from daybreak i have set its light far and wide and i shall pour out teaching like prophecy as a legacy to all future generations and note, I have been working not merely for myself, but for all who are seeking wisdom. Okay. And this is where we're going to stop today, everyone. Chapter 25. All right. Uh, for those of you who are interested in these uh, books, we will be reading more of these. <clears throat> I have um, found my book I was looking for. Uh, I will be reading some of the stories from the lost books of the Bible. Um, I also am looking for uh, a couple of other books that I don't have, which I will be getting soon. Um, but I do also have a copy of... The Secrets of Enoch. Okay. So we will be going over Enoch, which is another book that's very important. Uh, we'll be looking at 
Jasher, J-A-S-H-E-R, um, the Book of Mary, um, also, um, Jubilees, um, well, our next book we're going to be reading is Barack, uh, but we're going to be looking at Jubilees. We have Suzanne, um, Hermanes, uh, Esdras, and uh, there's the epistles of Jeremiah, which I have to look and see if I can find those. But that's just some of the books. It's quite a few of them. Okay. Um, once we have covered many of those, I will begin to move towards the New Testament. Okay. But in the meantime, we are going to be working in Ecclesiasticus, which is, like I said earlier, it's very... A fairly long book. It's much like the book of Isaiah, which is coming up after this. It's set right before the book of Isaiah, actually. Um, let's see. There are 51, uh, <clears throat> 51 verses in Ecclesiasticus, okay? So, uh, we're only at 25, so we're only halfway. All right, so... That is going to be our program for tonight, everyone. All right. Okay. So those of you who are interested in uh, want to have something to say, you know, text, or you want to say something over the air, my anchor is uh, anchor.fm right slash Linda, L-I-N-D-A dash McMillan. M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N dash, uh, not dash, uh, Macmillan 9. Uh, for those of you who want to send an email, it's Macmillions, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S 75 gmail.com. Uh, those of you who are interested in donating or sponsoring, uh, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Okay. And if you press on those buttons, that information will be given unto you, okay? All right, everyone. Have a blessed evening and good night.